Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. The story of two. A few days ago, a terrible crime was reported in our community. A man shot and killed a mother and her adult daughter in their home. He later turned himself over to the police and admitted to the crime, and now he is charged with double first-degree murder. In that same newscast, there is a story of a young man who has found a new way of eating. This young man has discovered that snakes and iguana lizards and such wild creatures and, and strange fishes are tasty. The wild berries are delicious. He has been eating things that are not normally in our regular diet, and he finds these unusual food items most enjoyable. As far as you are concerned, there is no connection with these two stories, right? Well, there is. You don't know the man who committed the crime, and you don't know the young man who is eating these strange food items. But if you stop and think about each of them, you will realize that they are like you and me. They each have a body, and they each have a mind. Everybody does, and we take it for granted. We see the body of bodies of people, and we experience the minds of people, and interestingly enough, what we do with our bodies and what we do with our minds fall into one of two categories. It's either good or bad. There's a strong and powerful connection between the two, my friend. The body uses a gun to kill two persons. The mind is the control center of the activity that was done. The body does what the mind thinks. <laughs> I like that. The body does what the mind thinks. Let us go directly to the point about the body and the mind. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Romans 12 verses 1 to 2, the NIV version. The writer was inspired to send this message to Christians. God gave him this message and his hands wrote the words. But notice the strength of his message. It seems to carry a weighty conviction, a message that ought not to be ignored. It sounds as if it is very important that you and I should pay very close attention to what he is saying, that if you want to have a good life, then you ought to do what he is saying. He talks to us first about the body. This body is represented in the things we do, and the main thing that we know of is mm -hmm, sin. Our mouths speak lies and profanity and hateful words and so on. Our hands are used to hurt people physically. Our feet take us to places that are not nice. It might sound simple, but the writer is saying that your body is the main organ for sinning and you can name any one of them. This body that we carry around needs to be brought under control. He is talking to you, my Christian brother or my Christian sister, and he says that the secret, the one true recommendation to you as a Christian is to frequently do a sacrifice. You cannot successfully control your body from doing wrong things. And so he says, give your body frequently, regularly, as often as is possible. Give your body over to God. When you do that, you are assured of living a holy life 
and one that is pleasing God. The mind is the other area that he addresses. You are a Christian and you live in the world, except when he says world here, he is talking about the place where wrong things happen, where sin is normalized, where people live and do things that God speak against, where Satan is in control. The world is the headquarters and only venue for sinfulness. It is automatic to do what the world does because Satan runs things. But that's for another occasion. For today, we are talking to us about how to overcome the things that Satan wants us to overcome. That our goal and desire is not to engage our bodies and our minds in sinful activities and behavior that you see and experience all the time. Rather, bring your mind into a transformation, an ongoing transformation. He says that your mind needs to be renewed on an ongoing basis. When a particular light appears on the dashboard in my car, I know it is time to go get it serviced if I want the car to function in an acceptable manner. If I'm weak and depressed and angry all the time, I need to get a tune-up by one doctor or another. Christian, notice that you are constantly struggling one way or the other with whether to do right or wrong, whether to do something that your body enjoys but God calls it a sin. The Bible tells us that the solution is to have a renewal of your mind. When you became a Christian, you switched bosses from Satan, the chief of evil, to, to God, who is the author of good. If you want to present your bodies as a sacrifice, and if you want your mind to be renewed on an ongoing basis, choose to commit your life to following what God says regularly. If you do that, you stand a better chance of pleasing God as he takes control of your mind and your body falls in line. That's the secret to becoming a good Christian man or woman. Turn your life over to the Spirit all the time. That is the story of two, the body and the mind.